Welcome to the CDM Podcast, a production of Contagious Disciple Making. We exist to catalyze movement through coaching, community, and communication. We created this podcast to help everyday Christians to become world-changing disciple makers. Hi, I'm Paul Watson, and you're listening to the CDM Podcast. Like, share, five-star rate, and review this podcast. You can listen to our full premium content by becoming a $5 a month supporter on our Patreon page. That's patreon.com slash faithworks, p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash faithworks, or just click on the link in the description. To those of you who already support this podcast, thank you so much. Your support helps us put tools in the hands of men and women just like you who want to experience a disciple-making movement in their own neighborhood. And if you have not downloaded the CDM app yet, what are you doing? I mean, right there on your phone, you can have an access to, to posts and podcasts and videos and so many other resources that can help you as you go and make disciples. Go ahead and go to the Google Store, go to the iTunes Store, type in Contagious Disciple Making, and download it for free to your phone today. You can even use it to join our Facebook prayer group and begin praying with other men and women just like you. There's a link right in the app that'll take you straight there, and you can bypass all of the garbage on Facebook that you don't want to see. Well, let's go ahead and dive in to today's podcasting topic. Rebecca would be joining us, but she's still in the process of moving and loves the fact that you are praying for her and would continue to pray for her as she is doing all the things. If you've ever been moving, imagine that and imagine about mm, 80% of things going wrong in the process. And that's where Rebecca is right now. So continue to pray for her, continue to reach out and to write your messages of encouragement. And as soon as she gets through this moving process. She will join us back on this podcast and we will we will enjoy, we will have a good time moving forward. So, all right, today we are going to be talking about failure. Now, I know that that's something that most people don't want to dive into and most people don't want to admit. But let me just be straight with you. Disciple making is messy. You are human. Between the messiness of disciple making dealing with other humans, and your own humanity, you're going to make mistakes. And sometimes you're going to do everything right, and it will still fail because other people will make their own decisions. And I just want you to know that that's going to happen because I think within the church, we've developed a terrible understanding of failure that is crippling disciple makers. Fear of failure is keeping them from going out and trying a new uh, habit or a new um, area of engagement or whatever it will be because they're worried that what if they don't do it right? What if people don't like them? What if they say the wrong thing? What if they ruin their chances of going to heaven and spending an eternity with Jesus forever? I mean, that's where our brain takes us, right? But guess what? That's not okay. And you know you're going to do okay. You know why do I, you know why I know that? Because you love Jesus, because you love people, because you have the Holy Spirit in you, because you're doing your best to obey God's word. You don't need to be afraid of failure. You will fail. You just need to get okay with that. You're going to make mistakes. You need to get okay with that as well. Because if you don't, you're never going to step forward and do the things required 
to make disciples. I think fear of failure keeps us from raising up prayer support. Why would we ask somebody to do a prayer calendar? You know, when we don't have it perfect ourselves, it's interesting, perfectionism is also just another way to like hide our fear of failure. We have to be perfect so that we can invite others to be perfect. That's not the invitation for disciple making. The invitation of disciple making is come with me as I'm learning some new habits, as God is stretching me and as I'm growing because I don't want to do this alone. And I think it's way more exciting to grow together. That's the invitation to disciple making, not, I got this figured out, I'll show you how it's done. Come on, do what I tell you to do and it'll all be okay. That's not what we do. We invite people on a journey. And the coolest thing about any adventure, if you've watched any adventure movies like The Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, you know I'm a huge fan, that adventures come with adversity. In fact, without adversity, you can't have adventures. And without adversity, you won't make mistakes. Without a willingness to make mistakes, you'll never step out of the door in the first place. You won't raise your prayer support. And the second thing is, is you won't engage. You won't engage the lost. There's a lost and dying world that needs you and needs you to take that step and ask that question. And are you going to make mistakes and have wrong timing? Are you going to make mistakes and push a conversation a little bit further than it should have gone at that time? Absolutely. It's the practice and the art of disciple making, not the science of disciple making. You can't science people, but you can love them. And you can have grace on yourself and you can move forward. If you're afraid of failure, you're not going to grow your prayer network or prayer calendar because you're going to be worried that you're going to invite people and they're not going to come. If you're afraid of failure, you're not going to go out and engage the lost because you're going to be concerned that they're not going to like you and not going to be open to a relationship with you. You're not going to learn the new things. People are going to think you're a fool, etc., etc., etc. If you're afraid of failure, you'll never run a discovery Bible study. That's the next one, number three. Because what if you do it wrong? What if you don't ask the right questions? What if you say the wrong thing? What if, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if? And what ifs turns to just not doing it because guess what? It's easier to not try than to try and make a mistake. So why not invite that person to read the Bible with you? I mean, trust God and his spirit to work in you. And if they say no, just understand it's not the right timing and you hadn't failed. Go in, start asking the questions, do your best, then meet with your coach. And we're going to talk a little bit about that later and work on what will help make things go forward. Guess what? If you're afraid of failure, number four, you'll never start a disciple-making community because one of the most frightening things, maybe even more frightening than engaging the lost, is engaging our peers within our churches and having them say, no, they're not interested. And they say it in a variety of ways, but unfortunately, they're not interested in disciple-making often gets internalized into, they're not interested in me and they're rejecting me and they're rejecting what I'm doing. And I'm just telling you right there that that fear will stop us from mobilizing believers into the harvest and experiencing some of the greatest joy and the greatest fruit that they could have in their whole life. 
My job is to issue invitations. Come and let's do this together. It's not my job to be responsible for what people do with that invitation when it comes to Christians and them choosing to make disciples or not. If you're afraid of failure, chances are your prayer network's not going to grow. Chances are you're not engaging the lost like you need to. Chances are you have have relationships with lost people, but you're not inviting them into a discovery Bible study. You're self-sabotaging the process. And number four, you're not engaging your church and starting a disciple-making community. So how do we get through a a fear of failure? Well, first of all, you've got to accept the fact that you're going to fail. That's the first thing. And number two, you've got to accept the fact that your failure doesn't mean that you're not in a relationship with Jesus or have his Holy Spirit or that he somehow disapproves of you. You're going to fail. And that doesn't indicate whether or not God loves you and accepts you. In fact, he would rather you fail and try something greatly than to not fail. If you don't believe me, go read the parable of the talents again. He would rather you try something than to not try at all. So you're going to have to acknowledge that you're going to fail. You're going to have to embrace the fact you're going to fail then you're going to have to take the first step out the door and risk failure too. You're going to pick up that phone and make that prayer calendar call. You're going to pick up the phone and you're going to invite someone to have a prayer calendar and join with you and celebrate with you. You're going to pick up the phone and go make an arrangement for you to engage someone who doesn't know Jesus, to try a new hobby or a new job or a new whatever it takes to be around people who don't follow Christ. You're going to go to some people that you've been praying about in your church, and you're going to invite them to start a disciple-making journey, a disciple-making community with you as you go forward. You're going to start. So you're going to realize you're going to fail. You're going to realize that that doesn't say anything about your spirituality and your relationship with Jesus. And then you're going to start taking those first steps. And guess what? Some of those first steps are going to go amazing and you're going to be shocked and you're like, why didn't I try this a while ago? And some of those first steps aren't going to work. And the ones that aren't going to work are going to teach you. They're going to teach you either that you need to do it a little differently or not to be in that place and do it that way again. And that's okay. So how do we learn from failure. That's, I think that's a key one too. So it isn't just we got to get started, be willing to fail, know it's going to happen, and know it's also not going to happen. But we also have to be willing to learn from failure. And this is where your coach comes in. This is where your disciple-making community comes in. It's where you don't try a hundred things at one time. You try one thing, having talked to your coach, to figure out, to tweak, to change, to adjust the process, and then you see if it works. And then you come back and you know what it means for it to, quote, work. And, you, and you're able to wrestle with your coach and say, okay, well, I tried this and I tried this and this happened. It didn't quite take me where I wanted to go. What do I do next? And then the coach says, well, that's interesting. You did everything you could. Good job. It just wasn't going to work here. 
Or the coach says, well, have you tried this and this? Because I know someone in this situation who tried something similarly and they were able to blow past the barrier that you faced. And you're like, oh. And then you take what you learn and then you come back to your disciple-making community. You come back to your coach and you say, man, I did this. This was the outcome. This is what I learned, either it wasn't my fault or yeah, there was something I could have done differently. And then this is what I'm going to do next. And that's the formula for how to fail forward. Let me just tell you, if you're the kind of person that has to have it all figured out and have no, have to have absolute assurance that there will be no failure, then you will not be a disciple maker. And I'm, I'm also going to tell you this. Chances are you're going to get in front of Jesus at the end of days and you'll get into heaven, but you will not hear the words, good and faithful servant, well done. Because I am convinced that if we are not willing to fail and embrace failure, it will keep us from doing the very things that Jesus approves of. Because we're going to fail. We're going to fail. We're going to strive mightily and we're still going to fail. But guess what? You fail enough, you start getting a lot of successes too. And those successes teach you and become experience. And that experience is what you pass on to the next generation. So they don't have to repeat the same failures. They'll make their own, but they don't have to repeat yours. And you don't have to repeat them again. My dad said the only failure that, that is a bad failure is a failure that you don't learn from and are destined to repeat. My dad is also, one of the things he would say when he steps on the stage is he goes, you know why I'm here? And he's in a room of a hundred pastors and theologians and missionaries and lay people. And, and they look at him, they're like, because uh, you're David Watson standing on the stage, you're awesome. And he goes, no, I'm here because I've failed more than any of you. And I just made the commitment not to make the same failure twice. Don't be afraid of failure. Have the same amount of grace for yourself in your disciple-making efforts that Jesus had for you on the cross. He loves you. He cares for you. Does he want you to continue sinning? No. Do we want you to continue failing without any plan to grow and move forward? No. But take a look at your failure. Learn from them. And get up again, dust yourself off, and get back in the fight. You know what I know why? Because we need you. There's a lost and dying world that needs you, just as you are, to step out and take that first step and trust that God and the body of Christ will carry you and help you learn as you move forward in obedience to the Great Commission and Great Commandments. I'm Paul Watson. You've been listening to the CDM podcast. Like, share, five-star rate, and review this podcast. And we're going to be back right after the break with our premium content where we're going to be talking about how thinking outside the box will destroy disciple-making movements. Sounds interesting, doesn't it? I can't wait to talk to you about it. I'll see you after the break. Thanks for listening to the CDM podcast. To hear part two, become a supporter on our Patreon page. If you're listening in the CDM app, you can click below or you can find the link in the description. 
For coaching or other resources, connect with us at ContagiousDiscipleMaking.com or download the Contagious Disciple Making app.